Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi. Hello. Welcome back to Old Millennials, a deep dive on shallow topics from the late 90s and 2000s. I am one of your hosts, Emily Beijing. And I am your other host, Margot Poupard. Well, it's time for one of our Old Millennials mini episodes today. And what better thing to talk about than the show that we watched so you don't have to, The Hills, New Beginnings. I mean, I got to stop you right there, though. There are actually like, and, and I think we both received several messages. Yes. But there are several things that we could talk about that are better than the oh, show. Th- but, this is very true. But unfortunately, you and I are a stickler for a schedule. So unfortunately, we're going to have to talk about probably the least pop culture relevant thing happening, except unless if you count Seth Rogen tweeting about it exactly two times, because I don't know if you caught that little like teaser trailer uh, leading in from a commercial break back into the hills. They're like, watch Seth Rogen's favorite show. And then they just had Seth Rogen's tweet that said something to the effect of like, Brody Jenner's always like taking a shower and a bath on the hills. And then they had his tweet over Brody taking a shower. And then they had some other voiceover. And then they had like, they cut to Brandon Lee like looking shocked. And there was like another tweet from Seth Rogen saying something to the effect of like, I live for Spencer Pratt and his pot pies, which, you know, like same. (laughs) And they're like, watch Seth Rogen's favorite show, The Hills. I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't know. Did Seth Rogen consent to this? Like, I don't know. He did not. He did not. But I guess Twitter is public domain, so they can do whatever they want with people's tweets. Uh, I bet you Seth Rogen, much like us, watched, you know, a handful of episodes here and there. And after smoking a little bit, felt like the need to comment about it on Twitter, much like we're doing today on this here podcast. (laughs) I mean, I got to say, I think we did ourselves a disservice, like not not in the traditional sense of like, oh, I really like fucked myself over. More like we hurt ourselves emotionally we did. by waiting we did. 
five episodes deep to oh my binge watch it all. Like, I don't know why we thought that oh was my a God. good idea. I think we said I, three, and then we had, like, scheduling, different schedules going on. And then by the time we knew it, I remember telling you somewhere. Oh my God. I was like, I regret to inform you that we now have five episodes. Five episodes. On and then my today... The kicker being last night aired a sixth episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. I did and not then, need to power through literally six hours of mm, The Hills New Beginnings yes. in no you one. Know, less than 24 hours. Like if you add up all the t- I mean, we just watched it. It's too much, especially too by much. the end of that San Diego trip. I'm like, get me the fuck out of nope. here. Nope. It's like Dante's Inferno of reality television. <laughs> Just like each circle of hell is an episode of this show. And it involves weird outfits, women who don't know how to pop bottles of champagne. Like that is a requirement is on this franchise. Why can't a woman competently open a bottle of champagne on this show? Just like people on The Bachelor can't say family. They say family. 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 <laughs> No one can open champagne on the hills. But I will also say that it did get better once we got to episode five. Like, I thought yes. the last two episodes were a huge improvement over the fucking slog oh that my we worked out. And oh honestly, my God. you know, Heidi and Spencer understand the assignment. And so, yep. especially in those first few episodes getting started, they were the only people I fucking cared about just because they're literally insane i mean, wa- i will give it to seth rogan watching spencer eat a pot pie in bed while la- while uh heidi's walking around in lingerie talking about how she wants to get pregnant is hilarious like that is i don't know it's cinema it's cinema i appreciate that not only do they offer great quotes throughout the show but they kind of give you a play-by-play but their version of what's happening in front right. of them like a greek chorus of a shit show like it's just or like fashion. <laughs> If the Greek chorus was also delusional, you know, something like that. And I will also give shouts to Whitney, who knows her place and was like, you know what? I'm actually a friend of and not a full-time cast member. She learned very quickly. We think she's beautiful. We we appreciate her normal life with whatever her husband – was he Sunny, I think, is her husband's name, so on. Or I thought that was her kid's name. That's her kid's name, her – Timmy. Okay. Timmy. Timmy, Timmy, her husband, Sonny, her son, you know, but she's understood the assignment for her. This is her role. It works really well. She shows up a handful of times for a lunch here, a cocktail there. And I kind of love that life for her. She just goes back to, you know, Whitney Eve and her her businesses and her Instagram stuff. I don't think she has Whitney Eve anymore, Emily. I think oh, she's like, yeah. she does, she's a content strategist for something. I forget yes. what brand. It's some startup or whatever. But yeah, oh, you're, thank you for reminding me that Audrina and Whitney had a fairly boring lunch. And the most yes. interesting part about it was that it was a place that my mom tricked me into going to that is gluten-free and vegan. And that's not what you want to eat when you are hungover. No, no, no. <laughs> so for you, I think, I mean, we, we've got to address the 40-year-old uh, celebi spawn elephant in the room, and that is Rod Stewart's son, Sean Stewart. <laughs> At first, I was like, Brody's not 40. I was like, oh, much darker. Because like the second that Audrina's like, I think we'd be better off as friends, and he's like, fuck you, you're a bitch, and walks away or whatever. Oh, and he doesn't say that, name. but... When he acts like very upset and hurt that she, you know, would deign to not want to be in a super serious relationship with him. The second that he left, I mean, out of sight, out of mind, baby. Because Never he, again. Mm. Because before we even had watched 
all, you know, the first four episodes, regrettably. And the best part about it was actually getting to watch it together in person. So that was great. Yes. But before we even watched all of that, when we were with our bachelor group of friends, one of them made us watch Sean and Audrina kiss just that part. And I just remember as soon as we saw that, I was like, if this is the whole season, I don't know if I can do it. That yes. guy's mouth, like it, the whole, it was so gross. It and then, so and then sadder than that, Audrina's like, I would rate that kiss a two. Oh my, oh God. my God. I like several comments here. One, let's, let's, let's be honest. He looks like a 60 something year old man who just mm. got out of a long marriage and is dating women half his age. Like Audrina. He is not 40. I refuse to believe such a thing. <laughs> Rod Stewart had a child at 20, and this is Sean Stewart. Number uh, two. <laughs> I just want to quickly interject that I he doesn't even look like he used to, which is fine. You know, we get older. But I mean, like, it looks like you were saying whatever he's had done makes him look older because I truly did not recognize him until I Googled him yes. and saw a photo of him from I don't even know like six or eight years ago with Adrian Maloof I totally forgot she, yes. he was Adrian Maloof's boy toy according yep. to like the Daily Mail or whatever for the long not the longest time for, for a few years and he looks drastically different like the bad fake tan is still there and also the bad fashion like the Von oh. Dutch jeans oh. and then sort of like Ooh. the white button the starchy white button down with like the first five buttons undone you know, like you're not your dad really Relax. No, if he had waited five years, he would have hit the vintage mark because at, at the way <laughs> like at this rate, when with fashion cycling, the way it is, it's going to be in style five years from now. The Gen Zers are going to wear it. Yada, Please yada, don't yada. say this. No, but stop. I know I manifested some evil shit just now. But I got to say <laughs> the suit, the suit this man wears while Audrina. I mean, breakup is a loose term here because Audrina right. can't even finish a sentence because she she's too nice. Uh, when he is told uh that they are not going to really work out he is wearing a suit that i wrote screams lawyer who advertises on a park bench and yes. uh facial hair that reminded me of like a boston southie boxing coach a little <laughs> bit you know like <laughs> come on tommy you got this like <laughs> stop what that is such a fucking deep cut and accurate deep cut at that <laughs> Wow. Yeah, he could be one of the siblings from The Wrestler if he really wanted to. Really? <laughs> or not The Wrestler. Um, oh. that Mark Wahlberg, The Fighter. Oh, <laughs> There's so many boxing movies. So uh. much so that what's her face? Heidi, um, Heidi, not Heidi, uh, but on, on The Hills, but Heidi on SNL. I'm forgetting her last name. Heidi Gardner, I believe. She even did a character on Weekend Update who was the wife or girlfriend of a boxer in like a blue collar boxer movie. She's like, I'm going to my sisters. Like, cause that's always happening in a movie where like, there's a struggling boxer with a oh, wife yeah. slash girlfriend. I immediately <laughs> pictured Amy Adams. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, but he did dress like a clown. And, <laughs> and the fact that she even has to like, again, loosely use this term, break up with him after like two and a half dates and he like crashed her vacation that she didn't really want him to be on. No. I, I don't. Yeah, it was very nice and it was really funny to watch Heidi and Spencer play like genuinely nice matchmaker. Like I think they had the best intentions. Totally. But, I mean, the totally. chemistry was, I mean, no. even when she was like, oh, we could be friends. I'm like, even friends like do you are you you don't have to give him that like you don't owe no. this man shit no you don't you don't owe this man shit 
And uh, I have to say, during that scene in which he was expressing his feelings for her, mm. Audrina has never ceiling-eyed more in her <laughs> life. I just the eyes that she gave him, I was I was amazed. Like I didn't think this woman could ceiling eye more than she already does, and yet she broke a record. So kudos to you, Audrina. In terms of other people on the show that we should point out, uh, Brody's not girlfriend Amber, who I I for a second I was like I can't be bothered to look up her name, but luckily in episode five they mentioned her name again, so I was like thank God. We find out she's 24 because, like, that's Brody's M.O., but she is one of those people who uh, got the the Bachelor face or the Instagram face works package yes. at the plastic yeah. surgeon a little too early and now looks looks probably Brody's age, to be honest, if not older, if Brody hadn't sold his soul to the devil to look as young as he does. For yeah, I was going to say, age. Brody still looks hot as much as it pains me to give this man any sort of props, like, at right. all. But I will say, just like Sean, the second Amber exited the picture, I was like, I don't who? Like, I it took me a full who? minute to remember. And what I find the funniest, though, was that Brody was berating a 24-year-old for drinking, which, like, LOL, like, what the fuck were you even doing at 24? Yeah. Him yeah. and Spencer talk about, like, these terrifying tales of them, like, lighting a table on fire <laughs> or some shit in, like, the most recent episode. So, oh my God. Sir, you have zero legs, okay? Zero I, legs to stand on. But I just find it to be very rich that he gives her this really fucking hard time about drinking too much and whatever. And it's like, instead of, you know, shaming her, you should have just, I don't know, chosen a different route. But regardless, he's already back to drinking. Yeah. So I just find him to be annoying and despite myself i really want him and audrina to work out and i want I it to not be some like fake ass shit for the show but i know who knows right it probably is but i would love if it wasn't because once you see it you're like yeah that makes sense she's not that complicated and that's all he truly wants is exactly. someone and she already has a kid and that way it sort of like takes the pressure off of him it's and easy I feel like it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. I it just and honestly, I think that Audrina is going to be someone who's going to keep him in check because she's done mm-hmm. the partying and everything. She's over that. But um, she can. Was, she, she's she a responsible drinker. She, yeah, yeah, she's a responsible she can still drinker. drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Totally. And that's what he needs. He doesn't need somebody that's fully sober, but he also no. doesn't need somebody who's literally twenty four and like. What do you do when you're 24 what? and you have a bunch of spare cash because you're like working for the full time first time in your life? Like you're going to go out. You're going to go out. And, and you're going to do shots with Heidi. And like who wouldn't want to like get drunk with Heidi? She's a cartoon character. And I mean that yes. like in a, as nice a way as oh, yes. possible. Like she's, she's entertaining. Just, she's yes. a treat. Larger who, than life. Who works out in full makeup and films their entire workout on Instagram? I mean, good God. Who wears a bra as a top not once but twice Twice. out in public? Twice. I, if you want to wear a bra as a top, I support you, but just make it look like it goes together. There yes. are tons of yes. lingerie looking outside clothes you can wear, but so hers just so. looks like she literally forgot to put her shirt on That's and exactly I'm all true. for her getting the gals out. Her boobs look great, yes. but I just want you to put them in a better vehicle, like put a fucking sports bra on or I don't know but it looks too much like Heidi was like okay bye Spencer because it's also within the realm of possibility that she would forget her shirt leaving her house completely you mentioned earlier the meal with Spencer and Brody where they were talking about their you know glory days or whatever you want to call it (laughs) but 
I had to note some things about Spencer's ordering of his. Oh, thank God you took notes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> wrote I was on the entire horrified. order. The entire order. Let's, okay. Let's. It's. it's Wait. A, hold well, on. I want to know over under. Um, were there more hashtags on Tyrese's fast family post that you read in like episode? I don't even know what. Like a long oh. time ago. Did Spencer order more individual dishes? I mean, he just kept going. It sort of reminded me of Eva when she was on Real Housewives of Atlanta when she was pregnant. Oh, yeah, Eva Marcial, yeah. Yeah, she ordered like the entire menu and like they, the shady editors at Bravo, bless them, kept like a counter on the bottom of how much <laughs> what she had ordered, what it was called and how much it was and then gave you a grand total and like told you how many plates it was and it was like 13 or something. It was insane. I, you know, and I wish someone at MTV would get, you know, take the Bravo edit and and start going with that a little bit because I feel like the Hills yeah. needs a little bit of that. It Just needs a, a little judge, right? It's a like, little judge to to like acknowledge how ridiculous it I is. I appreciate how it still kind of looks the same in a lot of ways. Like I do like the way it looks. Like it's one of the most expensive looking oh, yeah. reality shows, you know. But I could do a little less without like, oh, here's this song by like Kaigo or whatever and like here's the all the shit all the busy shit that happens on the bottom and maybe have a little bit more fun and like the editing like I know that there's a blueprint for it but can't we get like some Vanderpump editors in here or something like it just needs a little more pop it just feels something about it that always feels a little bit sedate or at least yes. this version of it 100% so to answer your earlier question I would say they're just about even <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear his order because it's truly unhinged. Mr. Spencer Pratt, man who earlier this episode talked about getting healthier, going from having three burritos a day to it would be great to get down to one burrito a day, which I, I feel you, Spencer, but three grown man eating three. Anyway, going into this order that he made at this restaurant, he ordered steak fajitas, two hard shell ticket chicken tacos, two hard shell beef tacos, and one chicken and cheese enchilada at a lunch, either a very early dinner or a lunch. And I'm going to, I'm going to go with lunch. Meanwhile, Brody, Mr. I think I can manage my drinking after six months of sobriety orders a double shot of tequila in broad daylight. <laughs> they both do though. They do. They 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 do. I saw Spencer started with the mark and then went into the double shot. Yeah, if anything Spencer is much worse. And then I mean, I'm not this is just more like a a comment about Spencer's comment, but he later then tells Kristen Cavallari that he's pushing 212 and I was like, "Yeah, cuz you order a lot at lunch and that's yes. fine yes. but we all don't act like you don't know why it happened or how it happened exactly yes all of that i do appreciate spencer continuing stan brand uh throughout this episode with his pratt daddy tie-dye wear and giant crystal <sighs> necklaces tie-dye I, I feel like it's just the motif in the pratt montag household I will also note uh, the dream catchers. Are I was going to say, yes. we got to talk about how we paused on their bedroom almost immediately. Immediately. Because we had to do dream catcher count. Uh, in addition to just taking in the the decor, because in addition to the numerous dream catchers, there's also a giant silver cross. Oh, my and then God. All these photos of Heidi and Spencer while Heidi's pregnant with their baby and all this other stuff. But in like a bunch of mismatched rando frames that don't 
go with anything. And look, it's fine if me, a regular person, has a bunch of mismatched frames. I'm not on TV. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So it just, it just doesn't make it, the whole room, like you gotta just, you have to pause it and then and to take it in and you just gotta let it wash over you because... It's a lot. It's a lot going on, much like the it's, Prats in general. I mean, they're pours of wine alone. Sorry, that's a separate oh, topic. Let's let's oh, go back to Dreamcatcher yeah. Count 2021. I believe we got it at six when I right. I was I was trying to verify again when we were watching. Uh, I was watching episodes five and six because uh, they showed the bedroom at one point when um, Spencer was performing a. Uh, fertility ritual on Heidi oh, on right. bed with the crystal with the crystal to try to try to get her pregnant. He was basically just waving crystals over her and be like, think pregnant thoughts, think pregnant thoughts. <laughs> it was, again, uh, performance art, unlike I- anything you've ever seen. But I think I think it is six, because if we remember correctly, there are there are his and her dream catchers like on either yes. side of their yes, headboard. Yes. And that giant dream catcher that made us sc- literally scream. On and the then headboard we, in the middle. And it just drapes down. It drapes. Just, it's huge, too. You're like, what is going on in this house? And then How you, you notice- sleep at night, literally. How do you not wake up just covered in dream catchers? And then you pop the one that was on the lampshade on the bedside table. Yes. And maybe there was one more because we're at five, but I can't think of it. Maybe they both had them. So they both had them on their respective lamp. Hims and hers. One, two on each corner of the bed. Oh, and, and then, then one, one in the on middle. On the, mm, and then yes. one on each lamp on each side. Okay, yes, gotcha. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Because I was like, oh, was it hanging off of the cross? Like, <laughs> it, good God. I mean, it was just like one thing after another. There, I, Really, I think my favorite parts of this whole show have been around the time spent at Spencer and Heidi's home because of course. They're, the Dreamcatchers fertility ceremony. Um, the time that they're trying to play chess was also a lot of fun to watch with that very full glass of wine. I'm sorry, you have to you have to put that in quotes because tried to play. They barely like unpacked yes. the chess thing before they're like yeah. fuck this and like walked away. They they need to basically. I think instead of having another child, they need to adopt a chess prodigy like in Queen's Gambit, and it's going to work out very well for them. Or like in Arrested Development. <laughs> 
And I know, obviously, Gunner, their son, is, you know, Spencer's child. But I am still struck by the fact by how much he looks like a, an itty-bitty Spencer. It's very unsettling every very time. Very unsettling. Like, it's just I, every time he opens his mouth, I'm like, oh, God, what are you going to say? And it's like very sweet, like little kid talk. I'm like, oh, it's it's not your fault that you look like your dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, God. Another highlight that I want to bring up is our friend Brandon Lee, uh, son of our Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson, who we talked about a few episodes ago, who is displaying what is probably one of the healthier relationships on this show, which is saying a lot. Yeah, did we- you notice that he's like barely in the last two episodes? You're like, That's yeah, why. you're boring. Bye. You're Get boring. <laughs> you're, you have a good relationship. Great. You're not going to be shown. You're going to be, you're going to be Whitney next season. You're going to show right. up for he's a He's going to be a friend of, yeah. Exactly. And his girlfriend seems perfectly nice and also oh, yeah, seems yeah, yeah. to not have nice, any interest. Normal. She doesn't have any been- interest in being on the show. So I feel like, yeah, friend of is probably in his future. And I say that as somebody that thinks that that's for the best for all involved for all involved i think brandon lee ultimately deserves a normal life considering what he has been through with his Mm -hmm. parents i will say that it's funny that we found out his love language is acts of writing edm songs and playing them on jambox speakers while on a hike slash picnic at the edge of a fucking cliff it looked dangerous He seems very sweet. Oh, yeah. He's super cute. Adorable. Uh, they, are, they look like a sweet couple. But yeah, it, they tried to like build up drama. Remember when he missed that phone call? And I was like, okay, oh everyone, this is Did we ever not a storyline. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I thought I missed something. But like the hills, it's not hard. It's hard to not miss. It's, <laughs> it's hard to miss something because they repeat everything every five minutes. Oh, but- my God. They're worse than 90 Day Fiance. They <laughs> recap the recap constantly. And you're like, okay, this is a snake eating its own tail. But yeah, re- well, re- remember when I said we should rewind it? I think I missed something. And you and Sean cried, no. And I did it anyway. <laughs> I'm wheezing. (laughs) And guess what? We discovered then that we, in fact, did not miss anything and you were both correct. But yeah, there was a lot of confusion, but they were like, we got to do something with Brandon. And they're like, ah, shit, never mind. It's not that important. I I have two other things that come to mind. Uh, One, we got to talk about this gender reveal party with the blow up baby costume. Oh, oh my God. Well, here's a way to tie it to Brandon because somebody like leans over to Brandon. They're like, that's Heidi. He's like, really? And they're like, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's sweet, dumb boy. (laughs) That was just really funny. He's like, oh, my God, really? Like, no, idiot. It was I'm joking. Um, (laughs) I think it was Frankie. It really made me laugh. Probably was. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that gender reveal sobriety part. Leave it to the hills. Like, I mean, if you think that the Real Housewives have convoluted parties, let me introduce you to sobriety party slash secret gender reveal surprise party. Well, also oh pregnancy yeah. announcement plus gender plus. reveal surprise party. My God, I just saw the flares, the baby costume, whatever you want to call it. It's like basically the same thing as those T-Rex costumes people wear running around. The poor child Delilah is having nightmares. Like they barely show her because this child has been traumatized. She has been traumatized when she thinks of her little brother. That's all she'll think of is just creepy baby costume running around with flares ready to start a a forest fire at any point. (laughs) Like, 
Jesus. I mean, I too would be traumatized by an inflatable baby trying to dab to tell me that I'm going to have a little brother. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know who planned that. I guess allegedly Audrina since this was her party. But I I, I don't know, man. Whatever happened to like, like cutting a cake or something, I just feel like that was a lot. It was so much. I just reminded me why I don't like gender reveal parties. Just another thing. Have to you add. ever been to one? Um, I think I've been to one like virtual one before, which is better. Like I, you know, but ultimately like the gender reveal, it's so funny. Like I remember I've seen so many of those like Twitter threads where people like, and now a hyper like sexualized version of gender reveal parties where like people in the South are like, is she going to grow a garden or is he going to own a gun? Like, it's just the stupidest shit ever. My God. Um, yeah, luckily my friends haven't done too much of that. It's, you know, maybe a Facebook post here and there. Uh, but yeah, uh, every time I see something with like flames or smoke for a gender revo party, I'm like, yeah, this is how fires happen. So thank you. Um, well, nothing was more terrifying than that baby, though. The oh my smoke God. just added another layer to yes. it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, why you had that pool there? You couldn't have like some sort of pool reveal. I don't know. I don't I just, know. There, I felt like there had to be a better way. Just like I thought there had to be a better way for like Ashley, Jason's wife, who is sort of like the most left field character, but yes. I applaud her commitment to being messy and trying yes. to make this show more interesting. So yeah. her beef with Heidi over Heidi being too drunk in San Diego, like, okay, I know it sounds judgy, but Heidi was, you know, drinking a lot a and lot. Like, was acting wild. And she did start a fight with Brody that she then later had to apologize for. So her acting incensed over this whole thing is kind of funny to me. But again, I applaud everybody's effort trying to get something going on this show. But it is one of those things where even when they sit down to like cash it out, I guess that was kind of the funniest part was Heidi just basically being like, let's just like never talk about it. Like, just don't say anything about me ever again. Yeah. (laughs) That's not how you work through a problem. That is not how you work through things. Um, The other thing I want to point out, uh, Justin Bobby's origin story that like- Oh my God. I'm so glad we can talk about this. So he was in a get Like, I mean, it does, for all intents and purposes, does sound very sad and quite traumatic. Like when they show up to his childhood townhouse or whatever, and he's like, that's where I got shot. I was like, come again? Yes. Yes. Okay. And then the fact that he was in a gang called, okay, K-A-K, which I'm glad they pronounced with some definition because like, otherwise it could have sounded like something very different. Uh, Crazy ass kids, I believe. And he kept- They are are a infamous gang from then. I don't know if they are still around, but I remember that they were prominent in the 90s. So when he said that, my ears perked up. I was like, you were what? When when? Yeah, I was very, I mean, he is a dude who obviously doesn't share anything at all, right? So to hear him just kind of say it, it just was sort of like, it kind of, I don't know. I was sort of like, oh, Justin Bobby is interesting. (laughs) Not because he was in a gang, but like because he's opening up. So he's just not this like, oh, like I'm just a nomad doing that nomad thing. Like you can't tie me down. Like I'm Johnny Depp's cousin. And one day I will return to the earth as like a silver bracelet. Like he has more depth. But unfortunately- the persona that he chose for himself on the show, I don't know, kind of like you you get it after a while and he's just kind of kept it up for so long that I didn't really think there was anything left to him. And then getting to know him this last episode was the most interesting thing that's happened so far. 
Truly. I mean, it was one of those things where um, it was not what I was expecting, one, uh, but two, really felt weird about him using the word gangbang as a verb over and over again during this scene and just being like, I get it can mean other things, but yeah. could you have gone with another word in this in, in this situation? Probably. Probably. Yeah, it's not great, but... You know, it's what we got. So I what I didn't think was also great was him barging in on this poor fucking family maskless trying to like take a little tour of memories. It was sort of a lot. And Jason being there, the two of them sort of being unlikely friends. I think it's cute, but also I don't really buy their chemistry. I mean, it's fine enough or whatever, but Jason trying to sell this whole thing about Oh, yeah, we're bros now. We've known each other 15 years. He brings that up a lot. I'm like, yeah, you can know someone for 15 years and not really know them. It's called an acquaintance or yes. a coworker, which yes. he's both. Yes. But I do have to agree with Spencer. I don't I don't agree with Spencer in the sense that I don't think that Jason's not sober. But I do believe that Jason comes across a little bit as fake, at least on this show, probably because he's very aware of consequences because he's been on reality tv for a long time he's by and large had a bad time on reality tv so maybe he just feels more aware than fake but like i understand some of um spencer's complaint with him yes because spencer has always been sort of like out here but on the other side it's like spencer only cares about spencer and heidi so you know don't take everything he says too seriously truly that's you know (sighs) I think at this point, like after these couple of episodes, I I feel like we've talked through a lot today Um, before we really end it for all intents and purposes. You know, I think there are a couple more episodes left in this season. Are, do you have any parting thoughts around this season recap? I liked Kristen coming back in the last episode. I Me think too. that even though I don't think she can hold a show on her own, like very nope. cavalry. I do like her on the hills. I loved sort of like the high school reunion aspect of everybody meeting back up in the bar. And I do agree. Kristen looks great, even though I think that she's maybe not such a great person, but she is a great reality TV person. And so I'm happy to see her doing that. I do like that. Everybody's being really nice and not asking her about how, um, like nasty her divorce is getting with Jay Cutler but whatever the Airbnb that she was staying at looked it I first I think they wanted us to think that it was her house but it looked too empty for that to be conceivably true um and lastly I really desperately want this Brody Audrina thing to be real and to happen and I think going forward if they're gonna keep with the show I think we know who needs to get cut like we didn't need to bring Caitlin back like we barely even mentioned her and like kind of I feel like especially now that we know that she's pregnant and like had moved on to and was like in a different relationship while this was shooting kind of makes some of like the Brody stuff seem a little forced. Like her, him bringing that Amber girl down to San Diego, like she was justifiably mad about that. And I get that, but on the coming up or whatever, her getting mad about Brody and Audrina getting together. It's like, okay, I don't want to hear this twice. Like this isn't interesting to me. And then we even mentioned pizza girl who I didn't even know I knew until she started talking about her pizza girl sauce because someone had called into who weekly back when the Hills was premiering and they're like, who's Caroline DeMore or whatever. And apparently she's some heir to like some pizza 
I don't know, fortune or something. And so she's trying to make her own marinara sauce called Pizza Girl, not pizza sauce, but you can obviously use marinara on pizza, but whatever. So I did know who she was, but she, I don't know why she's here. It's sort of like, I don't know, she, they haven't given her very much screen time. So I don't really understand what's happening there. And Frankie's super nice or whatever. And I like his wife, but also doesn't need to be here and d- definitely does not need to be in the opening credits. No offense, Frankie. No, no. But you got to bring something other he than like. done nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I, not a single interview. Nothing. Every no, single person. What, like, what are we doing? And I think those credits are from last season or whatever. So I think they got a clean house. I think that there are definitely people that don't need to be there or don't need to be there full time at all. Like we can do these little reunions when Kristen comes to town. And I think that's very fun and sweet. But I think mostly the drama is like around Heidi Spencer, Ashley Jason and Brody and Audrina. And I, and then you bring in Kristen to like stir up shit. But I think beyond that, like what else do we need? No, I agree. At this point, these outlying characters make, I call them characters. They are characters. They They are are. characters, but they don't bring much character to the show, if you know what I mean. So definitely. (laughs) Ultimately, I hope MTV, if they continue with the show, which part of me, yes, is okay with that. Part of me is like, oh my God, I don't know if I can deal with. (laughs) Right. Like, what are we doing here? Because I don't, what are we doing here without LC? I mean, not like she would ever come back, nor would I even really want her to, but. I don't know. Bring I don't know. Kristen full time if you can. I want that like new or even if she was like, energy. Yeah. Yes. Even if she was doing like Audrina had talked about going to Nashville. So like even if they did some sort of back and forth thing, like yes, I would really That'd think that would help round yes. out the show. And they I need, agree. Like we had mentioned, like an Avril or like another person, maybe not as famous as Avril. Also not as fa- famous as Misha Barton, but like some sort of like child not child star but like some i don't know old hollywood type person yeah, who was maybe exactly. like around during the party times and i'm sure brody knows a ton of people that would make more organic sense than yes you know caitlin or caroline or whatever i don't even know any of these other ancillary characters so 100 yeah. percent. well i think we've just about covered it for today oh, yeah i think we could come back and do a bachelorette um recap at some point and then also the end of the hills yes. because i don't know if we need i mean it's like you said there are only a couple more episodes so i don't know if we need to dedicate a whole mini to it no we can just do a reality checkup as we do every once in a while Hmm. well thank you so much for joining us today for one of our mini episodes you can find us on apple podcasts spotify stitcher amazon wherever you like to listen to podcasts and while you're there hit the subscribe button. And if there's an option to leave a rating or review, leave us a rating or review. We love hearing from you all. Additionally, you can find us on social media. We are at the Old Millennials Pod on Facebook and Instagram. And individually, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Emily A. Beijing. And I'm at Margs, she wrote. And until next time, we say bye-bye. Bye. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 